Here are some ideas for how you can use Charlotte Mason in your home, even if you're not homeschooling. Welcome to the Simply Charlotte Mason podcast. I'm Sonia Schaefer. Perhaps you love Charlotte Mason's methods and philosophy and want to use them in your home with your children, but you can't be homeschooling right now. We've received some notes from people asking, is there still a way they can use Charlotte's methods in their home if they're not homeschooling? Short answer, yes. Let's talk about how. And here to join me with that discussion is my friend and coworker, Laura Pitney. Hi. Laura, good to have you back. Thank you. Glad to be here. Let's talk about the big picture first, and then we'll get down to the nitty-gritty ideas of implementing it. But can a person use Charlotte Mason's philosophy and methods if she's not homeschooling? Yes, 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 yes. I think that it's a beautiful thing that um, Charlotte... Um, has taught us that it's just a natural way that we love on our families and her methods um, can really be used in so many different situations. So don't be discouraged in any way if um, you can't homeschool right now. Um, there's things that you can do um, to implement those lessons. So what do we want to talk about first? Well, I think what we don't want to encourage parents to do is when the kids get home from regular school, okay, now it's time to do Charlotte Mason lessons. That's not what we have in mind. No, they would not like you at all. <laughs> <laughs> and well, their brains are tired. Yeah. They've been working all day. Yeah. And it would just be overload for them. And keep in mind, they probably have homework too. Mm -hmm. So I, I love how you said it was just a natural part of life. Yeah. That's what we want to focus on. Mm -hmm. um, some of the natural things... Let's start with those first, and then we'll get into specific methods, all right? I think of atmosphere, discipline, life. Atmosphere of your home, it, it should be a, almost an overflow of the parent's own desire to keep learning and growing for mm -hmm. herself. Yes, I agree with that 100%, and I think that that natural desire for the parent to learn and grow... Um, kind of reaches over to the child because the parent wants to know what they're learning and growing. And so it becomes this natural ebb and flow of, well, this was my day and how was your day? And then the child can then tell back things that happened. It's just that relationship of caring and then also putting into words some life lessons that they learned or school lessons that they, it's just this natural um conversation that can happen while you're washing dishes or um, in the car. So just the atmosphere that your children know that you want to know things that they're learning and that then the children genuinely care about you and want to know about you. And now that comes a little later because, you know, a lot of times kids don't really act like they care about the parents at all. <laughs> but I, see, I have seen that in Fruits of my children as they've gotten older, where it is a give and take, which is important life skill of any relationship. Um, so I feel like that's a natural component of um, that atmosphere of your home. It's just there's a caring and a give and take of whether it's knowledge or experiences. And that, to me, is Charlotte Mason, um, just because of the telling back and um, the genuine concern and the heart issues, you know, I just feel like that's definitely a component of the atmosphere. And the love of knowledge, yeah. for knowledge's own sake, yeah. you know, we're, we're not asking the child to tell us about it 
because we're going to get some kind of trophy or yeah. grade or anything for ourselves. It's we want to keep learning, as mm -hmm. you said. Mm -hmm. And I think that's a huge component. If your child is in a situation that puts a big emphasis on grades, to mm -hmm. make your home a place that puts an emphasis on knowledge yeah. for knowledge's yeah. sake, yeah. that's another part of the atmosphere. Mm -hmm. Then discipline, good habits. Mm -hmm. Can we work on good habits, even if we're not homeschooling? You better. You're going to be in trouble <laughs> if you don't. Because <laughs> you, you think about that, um, you know, if your children are away from you, you know, a good portion of their day, you know, you can't necessarily always control um, maybe the habits that are being promoted in that situation. So you want to be proactive and still really try to focus on those habits every opportunity you can, because otherwise... Um, you know, if you don't work on a habit, then some habit's going to form. And you know? probably not a good one. <laughs> right. So, I mean, that's just, I feel like just because you love your children, you really want them to have good habits despite um, maybe how much you're with them or not with them. You yeah, know, so they just, know these yeah. are the boundaries in yeah. our home. Yes. This is yeah. what our family culture is. Yeah. And that's going to mm -hmm. help form those habits in their lives in a huge way, yeah. huge way. So that's atmosphere and discipline. Now let's talk about some natural ways mm -hmm. that we can incorporate some CM methods, mm -hmm. not in strict formal lessons, but just in everyday mm -hmm. life. Yep. I've got several bubbling up in my head. Go ahead. Okay, all right. <laughs> um, picture study. Mm -hmm. You can just put on display the picture, you know, choose one artist just as we regularly would do picture study. Stick with the one artist for 12 weeks, but each week we're going to display a different picture of his mm -hmm. or her. And then if you want to actually have a time to, to look at it, hide and describe, look mm -hmm. at it again, the method of picture study, that takes five minutes. Yeah. You could do that at supper one night just as a whole family if you wanted to. Right. Music study... Again, choose your composer and just play that composer's music in the car while mm -hmm. you're driving places or as background mm -hmm. while you're eating supper. And just naturally, very informally mention the composer's name mm -hmm. when you put it on. Yeah. You don't have yeah. to do the whole read the biography, narrate the biography, mm -hmm. put him in your book of centuries, all of that. You can just get familiar with the composer and the music. Yeah, that's a great idea. We're um, in the car a lot. so <laughs> There you go. Yeah. A scripture memory, you can do that. Again, it takes five minutes. Yeah. Do it at breakfast. Do it at supper. Just make it a part of your family life. Yeah. As, long, as well as if you're doing family devotions or family Bible studies, incorporate yeah. those. It's just part of your family. Right. And I think that there's um, some grace given because in our minds, or maybe this is just me, I would love for every day to kind of be the same. And I know I'm going to have that scripture time every day or, you know, like the dinner together as a family every night. And that just doesn't always happen for us. I mean, we just have so many things that we're committed to, whether it's church or sports or whatever. And so 
there's grace that I have learned to give myself that, you know, I'm going to at least connect with my children over their personal devotions on Sunday nights. That's once a week. And that's the time I know I can give them. But if it happens other times during the week, great. But I at least know I'm at least going to make sure that's my bookmark where I do it on Sunday night. So I think that to be proactive and plan is really important um, to where you can stay connected with these little touches of CM throughout your week. Um, If we don't have a plan, um, not saying it doesn't ever happen, but I just think that it'll set you up for success as the parent that wants to implement the CM methods. Um, So having that plan, I just feel like is a good uh, place to start to really implement that life portion Um, because so so many circumstances just come up or change and um, so there's grace but yet there's also some planning yeah some intentionality (laughs) about it yes yeah because we say it should just be a natural thing but it's not just going to happen if you don't plan for which artist are we going to study and which picture am I going to put up and when am I going to put it up every week? Right. So there is some planning. That's a good point. And just the knowledge behind what you would need to know so that you can help it to naturally happen. So I think about, you know, if you are unfamiliar with the word narration and what that means about um, with, with what that looks like practically and how your children maybe would tell back to you, it's going to be really hard for you to naturally have narration happen over washing dishes. Do you know what I'm saying? So it's like even just becoming familiar with what methods you want in your home so that it's more natural than it being so scripted to have to go through the motions of it with Mm -hmm. you. know, Mm -hmm. I don't know if that makes sense. It does. I think that would help the mom too. If, If something feels uncomfortable to you or it's unfamiliar to you, it's very hard Mm -hmm. for it to come across naturally. (laughs) So, (laughs) yeah. So you do need to make sure you feel comfortable and confident with the method in order to make it occur naturally in an everyday situation. Yeah. Absolutely. A couple of other ideas I thought of was a a family read aloud. Oh, yeah. That's, and you can use an audio book if you want to. not all the time. I love reading aloud, mm-hmm. you know, if there's that personal connection. But but there are ways to make sure you're sharing good literature with your children yeah. in at bedtime. I think I've mentioned before that one family mm-hmm. who the dad wanted to read the bedtime story, mm-hmm. and they had all these kids, and so they would put them all to bed, and then the dad would pull up a chair in the hall and open the door to all the rooms and just <laughs> read from the hallway so yeah. everybody could hear. Yeah. Or you can snuggle up on the couch or whatever. Yeah. However it works for your yeah. family is yeah. the thing. Yeah, and I think that's the key because I just feel like sometimes the moms, or as a mom, I get discouraged because there are all these things I want to do or I want to make sure I'm doing right. And so just to, again, what it, what works best for your family and your situation and your schedule, it's okay for it to be that way. It doesn't have to you know, be this um, glorious thing that's just always, you know, working without any hiccups. Um, yeah, it's easy to get caught in that yes, trap of yes, all or nothing. Yes, and that's and that's totally where I land. And it's hard not to get discouraged, but again, lots of grace. <laughs> so plan and think about what works good in your family and think about the specific CM methods and um, things that you want to do. Because um, if you don't, 
try to figure it out ahead of time, I just think you're going to be defeated before you start. And that's not what you want, especially when you feel like this urge to want to implement CM outside of their regular school, lesson, school lessons, you really have to be proactive. And, and I say that as an encouragement because it's, it's, it's a beautiful thing when the things do start naturally happening. And there's nothing so wrong good. with just doing one at a yeah. time. You know, yeah. okay, I'm going to, I think I want to implement um, geography. Yeah. So I'm going to put a world map up on the wall near where we eat. And it's just going to be there so that when we're talking about current events or when um, we, if we happen to be reading a book together or if, a, if one of the children mentions a place that they're studying in their lessons, let's go find it. Yeah. But putting that map up there and knowing, you know, just keeping it in the back of my head, anytime anybody mentions a country or a state, mm -hmm. we're going to go look for it. Yep. Just yep. get that ball rolling, mm -hmm. and now maybe we will bring in, mm -hmm. we're going to go to a park once a week. Yeah. And yeah. not to play on the playground right. first, <laughs> but to walk in nature first. Mm -hmm. um, or we're going to work in a garden, in right. our garden, or something like that for nature study. Mm -hmm. So just one at a time mm -hmm. right? until you get that plate spinning. I think that that's really important, too, to um, understand, like taking a walk in a park with your children for the purpose of enjoying nature also gives quiet time for your children to think and um, to let those ideas cultivate that they've heard during the week. So even just having intentional downtime together, I feel like mm -hmm. is an important part of CM. Um, they need that time to let all these ideas and those scriptures and even the ways they connected with their history lesson, they need time to ponder that. Yeah. And if your schedules are so full and every part of your day has always got something, um, that would be a simple way to add a CM time to your week to where um, all those things that you're pouring into your children can maybe resignate with them. Just, I mean, the Lord uses nature, I think, so freely. Absolutely. And just that time of whether it's walking in silence or studying mushrooms or looking for acorns, whatever it is, um, even just giving that time allotment, I think, is a value to implementing a CM time, even if you don't homeschool. I just think I've experienced that in my own life and with my children, just that that quiet time. It's like the conversations that happen or wherever they go in their mind connecting to these ideas, maybe will come out with their words, maybe not. Or if they bring their sketchbooks, it might come out in one of their drawings. So um as much as we want to invest in our children's education and their habits and their time, um, I have just found there there's value in scheduling downtime too. Yes, so, and that's a huge part yeah. of Charlotte's philosophy mm -hmm. overall. Yeah, and I think it comes down to that. It's not just which of her methods can we plug in. It is also her philosophy mm -hmm. of the whole atmosphere of your home good habits, discipline of good habits, and then giving these life-giving ideas and opportunities, whether that is a new idea or time and margin yeah. to ponder the ideas you've already gotten. All of that's so important. It's beautiful. Yes. <laughs> a couple of other ideas have yeah. come to mind. Okay. 
I'm ready. Keeping in mind margin, okay? Because <laughs> yes. this is going to sound like go, go, go. But this is just throwing yeah. out other ideas for some families. Um, there are things you can do on the weekends. Yeah. In Depending on the weather and where you're living and all that. But you can do history museums, science museums, art museums. Um, you can go to Shakespeare plays. You can go to live music concerts. And if those tie into the composer you've been listening to or the artist you've mm -hmm. been studying, that really makes it come alive to the child. And it, it's not like you have to go for the whole day either. Yeah. Depending on the age of your child and what else is going on, maybe it's going to be just a short trip. Mm -hmm. But who knows? You know, that one, seeing that one constable life-size picture might just stick in that child's mind mm -hmm. and enrich them for their entire lives. Yep. So it's a great idea. Some you, other ideas. I feel like that's a misconception I fall into as well is that school happens Monday through Friday. Mm. You know, and like the weekends I'm free <laughs> to do what I want to do or you know, just run errands, get caught up, but you know, just because school's out doesn't mean school stops. You know, yeah, and, it's the love of knowledge. Yeah, we come yeah. back to that. Knowledge for its own sake. But I, I, I like it Monday through Friday because <laughs> then I know I'm getting getting it in. But I, just, I take that to heart. That's a great idea. If we make that yeah. a way of life, yeah. a lifestyle of yeah. wanting to keep learning and growing no matter what, we want to give that example to our children of ourselves wanting to keep learning and growing as well as providing opportunities yeah. for them to do it. I think all of that can happen yeah. even if you're not homeschooling yeah. strict lessons. Agreed. Thanks. If you enjoyed this podcast, be sure to subscribe through iTunes, Google Play, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, or your favorite podcast app so you don't miss an episode. You can also subscribe to the audio version, or you can read the blog post on our website at simplycharlottemason.com. Thanks for joining me. I'll see you next time.